0: Hey, it's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Joining me now, the Attorney General of Missouri, Eric Schmidt, also a Senate candidate. Uh, his website, Schmidt, S-C-H-M-I-T-T, for Senate Mass mandates in St. Louis and Kansas City. Congresswoman Cory Bush, a lot of you have seen this video by now. She will spend as much as is necessary. She's already spent $70,000 on personal security, and she'll spend $200,000 or $10 more, depending on whatever is needed, while she pushes to defund the police for those citizens who live in her district and more. So let's tackle all of this uh, with the Attorney General. Welcome back to the show, sir.
1: Great to be with you again. A lot going on in Missouri.
0: <laughs> well, good to have you Doesn't back. Like and you know, as you do, you dive right in. Uh, you've taken on not just the Biden administration, but those within your state and on the mask mandate. Uh, this is a key issue for many right now. Children are beginning to return to school. That's now a big part of the discussion. And businesses that were promising to reopen in September facing changes, but yet here we are with mass mandates once again.
1: Yeah, look, the, the ruling class here in the Leafs have continued to move the goalpost, And these positions that they're taking aren't based on facts and aren't based on science. I mean, we were told get vaccinated, you can go about your life, and you don't have to wear a mask again. We were told, and we know, that kids have a very, very, very low risk for contraction, uh, transmission, or getting seriously ill from COVID. In fact, in Missouri, um, thankfully, there have been no children under the age of 10 who died of COVID, um, and we know that there are psychological issues and emotional problems associated with wearing masks all day long, a loss of learning. That's what we know. Um, Yet they continue to sort of move this agenda forward. We were told that Republicans were to blame for vaccine hesitancy when it was Kamala Harris on the campaign trail saying she wouldn't take one because it was President Trump. We're told these so-called leaders care about public safety. Meanwhile, in St. Louis, they had a 50-year high in murders last year in Kansas City, an all-time high last year. So the hypocrisy, uh, they just have no moral high ground on on these issues. It's not based on science. It's not based on facts. It's about control. It's about aggregating power. There's nothing new under the sun. People who wanted to accumulate power have used fear in the past. Uh, What sets America apart is that we, the people, get to decide. And I think what you're seeing, David, is this bubbling up of people who have had enough of this. Uh, They want to be able to live their lives. They want to be able to make their own decisions. I said recently, locally, look, if you're vaccinated and you want to wear six masks, and walk around a park all day long, you know, after been vaccinated. God bless you, this is America. But the government should not be mandating this stuff um, to people anymore. And uh, so people have had enough. So we filed a lawsuit in St. Louis, St. Louis County, and Kansas City. We won in St. Louis County last week. A million people have been freed from that tyranny, and we're going to continue to press forward because these issues are very important. They strike a chord with people about freedom, about individual liberty, uh, and that's why I think we're on the winning side of this.
0: By the way, one of the things I really like about this, and it's the moment to bring the example of what the role of an attorney general is uh, within each of our states, because you're filing as you should in your role on behalf of the people, not the government in your state, regardless of party. Can you explain just for a moment for the audience a little bit better the role of an attorney general?
1: Yeah, AGs have – in every state it's a little bit different, um, but, you know, we have we handle all the criminal appeals. We don't have original jurisdiction in local matters unless we're asked to come in as a special prosecutor. And then on the civil side, we've been very, very active in pushing back against the Biden administration for things that affect the citizenry of Missouri, like we're part of the lawsuit on Biden's reversal of the MPP Remain in Mexico policy. Because guess what? We're focused on combating human trafficking. And by opening up the floodgates on the southern border, it's affected drug trafficking and human trafficking, not just in Texas, not just in Arizona, but in states like Missouri. So we're very active in pushing back against the heavy hand of government, government overreach at the federal level. But I personally believe we have a very important role in doing that at the local level, too. When you see local bureaucrats, these petty tyrants, abusing their power like they are right now with these mass mandates, it's incumbent, I think, upon the state's chief legal officer, the state's chief law enforcement officer, to stick up for the people. And that's what this is about. This is about making sure that people can live their lives. If you wanna send your kid to school in a mask, that's your choice. If you don't want to, that's your choice too. Having the government step in and require all these kids to do it or to require the vaccinated to wear masks all day long is antithetical to the American experiment. And so my job as a lawyer for the people is to stick up for them and that's exactly what I'm gonna do.
0: Let's move on to another issue now. Congresswoman Cory Bush... Who, and I know this because I was there from 2014 on in Ferguson, followed the reporting, saw her rise. She was supported by a heavy Black Lives Matter contingent and leftist contingent. They formed a pack. They got her into a position like they did with Kim Garner, the county attorney, mm-hmm. and they worked to get her into office. She is open about her affiliation with the Democratic Socialists of America. They supported her candidacy. She is one of the members of Congress. Congress that belongs to that party. Now she makes a video that goes viral, or she said something that went viral in video that she will spend whatever on her personal security and already has while pushing to defund the police. Now I know that area well, and I'm certain you do too as the Attorney General. There are areas that need protection, and Mm -hmm. somehow there's a disconnect there. Is it a disconnect or is it deliberate?
1: I I think it, well, She's, she's well aware of the crime issues in her congressional district. It is the most, one of the most dangerous places in the world, per capita, um, the north side of St. Louis City. And the grandmothers that I talk to, the people that I talk to, the victims that I talk to, they want help. And, in fact, recently there was a, a proposal locally to support law enforcement on it, or attacks. And it was those precincts, David, that supported it uh, by higher numbers than other parts of St. Louis City. So there is a disconnect here. Um, the, her statement about having private security for her, but then defunding the police for everybody else and that everybody else ought to just suck it up is the height of hypocrisy. And it's reckless by the way, too. Um, you know, people deserve to feel safe in their neighborhoods. I don't care what your zip code is. And that kind of rhetoric is now reality, by the way, because the new mayor of St. Louis, who's also one of the local squad members has proposed cutting $4 million, from the police budget, eliminating 100 positions when they're already 150 officers short. And so it's a real crisis. And what do you hear from the Democrat leaders in this area? It's that we should be defunding the police. That's the exact opposite approach. We need more money for policing. We need more boots on the ground. We need to support our law enforcement officers um, and people You know, deserve to feel safe. So I'm gonna continue to push back on that as attorney general. I'm not gonna back down from that. I'm not gonna cower from that at all. It's the right thing to do. It's incredibly dangerous. As I said, that rhetoric now, and by the way, in Kansas City, the mayor there has got a proposal to defund the police there too. And what we know now is in places like New York that tried this, it failed miserably. They're now trying to put money, sort of backfill this and put money to support police officers again, I guess. Um, But they haven't got the message here in St. Louis and Kansas City. You also put this, David, by the way, in the backdrop of unprecedented retirements by police officers, early retirements because of the culture that's been created in places like St. Louis. And somebody asked me recently, what's the thing that keeps you up at night as AG? And for me, it's all the brave men and women who won't go into law enforcement in the future. We won't know who they are. But if we're not careful, we're not going to have the, the heroes that we need guarding those streets and protecting people. And uh, so we need to make sure we do everything we can to support them. It's one of the reasons I have a back-the-blue war. We go around the state honoring police officers for heroic acts, big and small to let them know that they are appreciated. But the comments by Cori Bush are are, um, incredibly reckless and irresponsible.
0: My guest, the Attorney General of the state of Missouri, Eric Schmidt, also a Senate candidate, the website there, schmidtforsenate.com. And as I've said before, I want to have a full segment interview where we talk about your candidacy and issues. But uh, to put that in here in just a couple of minutes left, you were the first Attorney General to file against the Chinese government and the CCP, Mm -hmm. the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, On coronavirus, you've taken on big tech in your state, uh, an investigation to stop their abuses and more. And on election integrity, uh, a big issue for you uh, is that we need a, you know, a verifiable, a good, solid and trustworthy election system. Uh, So for the moment, uh, let's talk briefly about your Senate candidacy and where you are going next in this fight for Missouri.
1: Yeah, people, look, you, as you mentioned, it. Those are that's just a sample of some of the fights that I've been involved with. And I think right now we need reinforcements in Washington, D.C., in the United States Senate to save America. I mean, we're talking about these big issues, whether it's big tech, pushing back against China uh, for releasing the coronavirus on the world, um, Joe Biden's war on energy independence, his betrayal of the common man, the American worker. We're sticking up for all those things. And I think that's what we need right now. You look and see what's happening in D.C. with – Pack in the court, D.C. statehood, federalizing elections, even this, you know, this infrastructure bill, some of the stuff that's going on. We need people who know who they are, um, are willing to stand up for it and fight. And that's been my record. And that's what I want to do for the people of Missouri. It's actually Missouri's 200th uh, birthday today. We entered the union 200 years ago today. Uh, I'm a sixth generation Missourian. I love this state. I want to go to the United States Senate and fight for them.
0: Well, we will focus on that in a full interview. I want to break down the issues, you know, as one of the attorney generals that has stood up on a number of lawsuits uh, for federalism, for states' rights, uh, you know, these are important issues that we should definitely talk about, and especially for someone who looks to join the Senate body and become part of the Club of 100, uh, we'll... uh, We'll do that another time in full context, but thank you for joining me today. And on the lawsuits for the people of Missouri, standing up as the Attorney General, that's what our Attorney General should be doing, sir. Thank
1: you. Well, thank you for having me. It's great to be with you again.
0: Thank you. Eric Schmidt, Attorney General for the State of Missouri, at filing lawsuit and winning. See, filing and winning. Good components there. You can join me live on The David Webb Show, Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east, on SiriusXM Patriot 125.